You are listening to episode 67 of the Nicole Banks podcast, questions to ask yourself for a better you. Hi, I'm Nicole Banks, the author of the second act formula, life coach and expert at helping women grow into the best versions of themselves. This podcast is peppered with a variety of women's topics for personal growth and development. If you're looking for ways to get unstuck, this podcast covers it all. Bringing you fresh new ideas every Monday. Get ready. Great things are about to happen. Well, good morning. Good morning. I hope you are doing well. Merry belated Christmas. How about that? (laughs) For reals, right? So it is the 26th. It is Tuesday, the 26th day after the Christmas glory. Hopefully you all had a beautiful one and were able to spend it with loved ones. If not, I'm hoping that you get to connect with your loved ones soon. I have a girlfriend that literally was stuck in the Chicago airport and like her Christmas was totally ruined, but they made some connections with some people also traveling to loved ones for the day. And they made a little feast right there on the airport floor and they called it Christmas. It was really sweet, um, her sharing and, and things like that. I personally went up to Prescott Valley to spend time with my daughter and my grandson and of course her husband and in-laws and stuff and just a great day. Just a beautiful morning to drive up and no no traffic at all whatsoever and a beautiful meal, opened some beautiful gifts and of course my grandson is all about Hot Wheels so every present under the tree whether it had his name on it or not he thought it was going to be Hot Wheels. So he was super excited for everybody to open the presents because they knew they were going to be Hot Wheels. (laughs) Luckily, I did not get Hot Wheels. Nothing wrong with that. But he had such a great time and it's always just fun for the kids, right? It's really what it's about. So I loved it, loved it, loved it. Always with a grateful heart that I get to uh, be closer to her. For so many years, I actually lived in Washington. And of course, she's always been here in Arizona for quite some time after college. And it just feels really, really good. So of course, leaving, I was on this emotional high of the excitement and just the love and the joy. And yeah, I hope you guys were able to feel that too in your lives for that day. Today, we are asking ourselves some questions to ask yourselves for a better you. I think this is the right time to do it because I feel like this is a time where everybody is okay. The gifts are done. The meals are done. The family is soon to be leaving or at their own homes now. And this is a time where we sit back and we go, 2024, the next year is coming. I feel like from Christmas to New Year's Eve, we're in this emotional and mental state of what am I doing differently for next year? So actually, that is the title of my next episode, How Not to Be in the Same Spot This Time Next Year. So this next week. I've got a couple bonus episodes, so stay tuned. Super excited about bringing those. And they're going to just be thought provoking, right? Giving you an opportunity to think about what you really want to do, 
also an opportunity to put some action steps behind all those thoughts because realistically, you can think all you want, but until you put action steps, you're not going to get the results and we're going to talk about all of those soon. All right. So today, this episode really is about the magic of questions. We're going to dive in. We're going to dive into empowering and thought provoking inquiries that have the power to reshape your mindset, of course, brain clarity and boost your confidence. So I'm thrilled to be bringing you this episode. You are listening to the Nicole Banks podcast and welcome back. I'm so excited that you guys are here today. We have to set the stage, right? I want you guys as my listeners to either do two things, push save on this um, episode or get your pen and paper out because we are going to ask yourself some questions that are going to be thought provoking. So until you listen to the next episode, I really want you to be able to think of these questions and truly come up with the answers because I think we deserve clarity in our lives at our age, right? I'm just throwing that out there. I don't know how old y'all are, but realistically speaking, if you're seen through dirty glasses, it's very difficult to see where you are going. Can you get there? The answer is always going to be yes, right? But when you're looking through clear vision or clear vision glasses, you have an opportunity to get there a little smoother, a little faster and less distraction or challenges. That's what I'm throwing out there. So the analogy is wearing dirty glasses and that's maybe how we've muddled through our lives before. Trust me, I'm raising my hand because I have done it too, right? So I'm not really sure where I'm going, what I'm doing or why I'm doing it. I'm just going. But when we clean the glasses and we have some clarity and we have a plan and then we start taking action steps, my gosh, is it beautiful. Woo-wee. It's gorgeous. <laughs> Seriously, it's a beautiful thing because now all of a sudden you're like, yes, every morning I wake up with this clarity. I know the steps I need to take to get to the goals in which I need to achieve so I can feel, so I can live, and so I can think exactly what I want, right? I love this for all of us. And it just is going to feel good. It's going to look good, all the things. So the first thing we want to do is understand that the power of intentional questions that we need to ask ourselves for a better you is huge. So let's kick things off with a bang. Have you ever stopped to think about the questions that you ask yourself daily? Are they empowering? Or do they actually leave you feeling stuck? Here's the deal, queens, all right? The questions you pose to yourself set the tone for the entire day. So let's replace those disempowering questions with some thought-provoking, empowering ones. Question number one, what am I thinking right now? Remember, and I have told you this before, this is how I coach, Awareness is everything. I feel like what we do in life is just, we're on that hamster wheel. We're on that groundhog day, day in, day out. We just do it because that's what we are to do, or that's what we're doing out of necessity, or that's what we've been taught, or that's our culture, right? I have listeners all over the world, and I know that some of you are doing the things you are doing on a daily basis because that's your culture. That is how you are meant to act, think, and be. So my question for you is, what am I thinking right now? 
I don't want you to stop there because question number two is, why am I choosing to think this? So when we ask ourselves, why am I choosing to think this? It's taking on responsibility for your thoughts, empowers you to control your mindset. Remember, I am your mindset guru and reality is when it comes to your thoughts, no one else can control them except you. So why am I thinking this? Well, the first one is, what am I thinking right now? And the second one followed up is, why? Why am I choosing to think this? Okay. When we answer those questions, you will have some clarity. And I throw this out there because I feel like sometimes what we do again is because it's culture, it's because I, it's because I'm stuck. It's because this is the way my dad and my mom told me to. Y'all have to remember that I grew up Jehovah Witness. So for the longest time in my religion, I didn't feel like I had true thoughts. Now, did I have thoughts on my own? Yes, here and there, but they were thoughts of questioning the church. They were thoughts of, you know, sexuality, which is a huge sin. They were thoughts of, you know, other things besides the church and the religion. And realistically, eventually, as I got older, I was able to control my thoughts and thinking, okay, that's not the way to think. I need to change this. But then reality hit and I went, you know what? This is not for me. And I fought it for so many years. I mean, truly fought it. It was not pretty, not pretty at all. But when you're fighting something so hard, you have to ask yourself, why am I fighting this? Because deep down, you're thinking it's not for you, right? So let's look at a relationship. Why am I not happy in this relationship? Maybe it's not for you. If you've heard my story, you know, I've got this book coming out. If I can ever get my shit together. Yes, I said it. Um, (laughs) But reality is, it's like my first relationship is like, you know, married in the church and, and all the things with my first husband. And I knew it was not the right guy for me. And yet I stayed in the relationship. Fast forward to my second marriage, and he was the great guy. He was the right guy for me. It's just that he had infidelity issues, and he could not get his shit together. So why am I staying in this relationship where I'm being disrespected all the time? Why are you staying in your relationship if you're not truly happy? I'm not telling you to go get a divorce. I'm just asking you why. Why are you there? What is it serving It's serving something. Maybe it's security. Maybe it's limiting your fears. Maybe it's giving you an opportunity to advance your savings to the big escape. I don't know why. Maybe it's for the kids. I don't know why. You know your why, but you have to ask yourself, why am I doing this? Okay. I need you to know that your third question is how does this thought feel? So if it doesn't feel great, Consider not giving it in any space in your mind. Your thoughts should lift you up, not bring you down. And what I mean by that is this. When you're thinking, wow, I'm not going to be able to lose weight, right? Let's go to health and wellness. I'm not going to be able to lose weight. Then all of a sudden your feeling is I'm not losing weight. I feel sad. I feel depressed. I feel anxious. I feel lonely. I feel isolated. I'm feeling hungry. I'm feeling stressed. I'm feeling high anxiety. And your action is you're on the couch, you're binge watching, you're eating, you're emotionally eating. You continue to eat. You continue to not go to the gym. You continue to not do the things in which you need to take action towards a healthier life. 
What's your result? You didn't lose weight. There you go. So thoughts, feelings, actions, results. How does that thought that you've been thinking make you feel? If it doesn't make you feel great, consider not giving it space in your mind. Shift it if you can't just that one degree. So let's move on to question four. This one is about building confidence through self-reflection. What's one thing I love about myself? Before you go, Nicole, there isn't anything I love about myself. I want you to really just stop. Just stop the madness now. When was the last time? Because here's the thing. This is what we do. When you stand in the mirror, I don't care if you're fully dressed or buck naked, (laughs) we literally can look in the mirror and we can pick apart everything. I have always had unruly Italian thick curly hair. I've always had this mole next to my eyes. I've always had full lips. I've always had big boobs. I've always had a rolly stomach. I mean, all the things, right? We're just, I'm just literally going from head to toe. Boom, 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 boom. I'm not a big fan of my wide feet. I mean, why stop there? Might as well just get to my toes. You know, with me there. But my point being is that's the norm. That's an, that's immediate. That's the first thing that we do. We start nitpicking. But when was the last time you just stopped all the madness in your head and you start picking out things that you love about yourself in the mirror? What's something you love about yourself in the mirror? This morning I looked at the mirror and I went, I love those eyes. I love my eyes because I got to see my grandson open Christmas presents. I just took a moment of gratitude that I was grateful that I had eyes to see my grandson open something yesterday. Now, it's not anything huge. It's not award winning. It's not, you know, this big static something or rather to be putting me on a pedestal. But guess what it is? It's building self-confidence in me through self-reflection. It's also bringing me down for a gratitude attitude, right? I'm good with that. My hair was a hot mess this morning in a messy bun, but I looked at something in the mirror and I went, something I love about myself. Now, the other thing is too, it doesn't necessarily have to be a physical thing. It literally could be something that you look at in yourself and you say, you know what? I love that I am disciplined to make 2024 the best year yet. It could be, I love that I love with all of my open heart. I mean, name it. There are so many amazing things about you, not about me, about you. And I'm telling you what, one of the things that, one of the best things that I do in my retreats, and I love, love, love this, is that my gals at the retreat, in closing, we do two things. The second to the last thing we do is they open up this beautiful gifted journal that I've given them. And everybody takes a seat and we have one lady come up and everybody has post-it notes. And they're not, the lady on the podium is not allowed to say anything except thank you after she receives and reads the post-it note. So we go around the room and we look at the woman on the stool and we say something nice about her. I love that she is a mother. I think she's a badass. And then she has to read it. And she says, I am. And then she reads the post-it note and she sticks it in the book. I am a badass. 
Thank you. I am a beautiful mother. Thank you. I am loving with all my heart. Thank you. And she puts it in the book. And she ends up with two or three pages full of post-it notes. And the interesting part about this is typically, and I typically like out of all the women, I think there's one woman that did not show um, physical tears. She was so just in awe. But everybody's usually in crying mode because sometimes what everybody else sees in us, we don't see in ourselves. And so I love this exercise. It's a beautiful, uplifting, confident building exercise. And I get reports and letters of thanks and words of encouragement to continue that because they kind of do a little rating afterwards. What exercises did you love? And everybody says 10 plus, 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 you know, I can't give this a number, but it's beyond the moon. You know, I mean, all these things, right? And I just love it because I also can look back and say, if you're having a hard time, open your book again. And just remember, these are the things that people see in you. Now stop and take a look at what you need to see in you. Pick what you need to see, right? For that day. I love that exercise. And I think it's really important. I think it's a beautiful one. But building self-confidence through self-reflection is a huge key. You have to be aware of the things that you're saying to yourself and the questions you're asking. So what's one thing you love about yourself? Go ahead and answer that. Question number five, what challenges have I overcome recently? This is reminding yourself of past victories, which of course reinforces your resilience and making you more confident in facing new challenges. That's right. I said it, right? So one of the things that you can always look back at is, hey, that's right. I have a master's degree or that's right. I am a mom or I've paid off my car or I've set up house or I can bake bread. doesn't matter what your victory is. You did it. Celebrate it. What have you overcome recently? What challenges have you overcome recently? It doesn't have to be huge. You have to remember this, that the little tiny things allow the buildup of confidence in you to do the bigger things. I'm a huge party animal. I love to celebrate little victories. I think this is such a big one and I hope you do too. So the question simply is, what challenges have I overcome recently? I want to ask questions that lead to clarity, of course. So last but not certainly least, let's explore how questions bring clarity into your life. So question number six, what do I truly want in life? I know that's a big one. You feeling it? Are you feeling it? (laughs) What do you want in life? Do you want good health? Do you want love? Do you want forgiveness? Do you want travel? Do you want adventure? Do you want intimacy? Do you want companionship? What do you really truly want in life? And by understanding your desires, you really pave the way for a clearer path and purpose. It's so crazy how many women that I work with don't have a clear path or purpose. They are working on everyone else's life 
and clarity and helping out with the kids and the loved ones and the aging parents and the spouses and the ex-spouses and doing all the things. But what do they really want in life? I love the results that my clients are getting because that's exactly what I'm here to do. Help give you clarity. So question number seven, and I think this one is just as big, what no longer serves me? Identifying and letting go of what doesn't align with your goals creates space and clarity and renewed focus. I think this is just as big as the other questions. What no longer serves me? I'm telling you, sometimes it's friendships or AKA relationships we think are friendships. What no longer serves me? I mean, this is a huge one. I think we look at the things that we do day in, day out. Watching Netflix for four hours at night no longer serves me. Eating after 8.30 p.m. no longer serves me. Going shopping when I don't have money no longer serves me. The answer to that one is go shopping in your own wardrobe. Go shopping in your own closet. And I'm telling you, you will see things in there you haven't seen for years. (laughs) Yes, it's true. What no longer serves you? That's such a great question because the things that you're doing are distracting the things that you want to do. The things that you're doing today, if you're feeling in that rut And if you're feeling that stuck word, if you're feeling that I have no energy, I have no, no, you know, life, I just am on repeat that groundhog day, ask yourself what no longer serves you and start eliminating them. Even if you don't eliminate them altogether, if you just reduce it. So for example, you know, um, baked potatoes no longer serve me but I'm not going to eliminate them. Maybe I just have a half baked potato. And maybe instead of every night, it's every week, once a week. Um, Alcohol no longer serves me, but I don't want to eliminate it altogether because I still enjoy alcohol. But maybe it's not a daily drink. Maybe it's a Friday drink or maybe it's a monthly thing. I go out with the girlfriends once a month and that's when I drink my alcohol. I mean, you have to ask yourself what no longer serves you, right? Social media is a big one eliminating the people you think are your friends just because you went to school with them in high school doesn't mean that they serve you. That means that maybe you need to look at that relationship or AKA friendship, but if they're posting negativity and you're on that bandwagon with them, are they serving you in a positive way? Oh, just to let you know, this is what this podcast is about. (laughs) Positivity. I love positivity. Am I positive all the time? No, but I'm telling you what, it takes just as much energy to live a positive life as it does a negative life. If you're living a negative life, switch it, change it, tweak it, do what you got to do to switch up. And I'm telling you your thought process, your energy, your mindset, your body, all the things will follow into a more positivity because you're changing your thoughts. Once you change your thoughts, again, you have to remember you have four wellnesses to protect, right? Your mental well-being, your emotional well-being, your physical well-being, and your spiritual well-being if it suits you. I'm throwing that out there because those are the things that can bring all positive. If you are feeling sluggish and overweight and heavy, typically your emotional well-being isn't feeling good and your mental well-being isn't feeling good. You get your mind right and watch out. Your emotional well-being is like, hey, I can do this. 
Now your action steps are simply you're out walking, you're out enjoying jazzercise or yoga, or you're doing Pilates, or you're running, right? And of course, those actions are going to get you the results of, I'm feeling really good. I'm losing some weight. I'm trimming down. My arms are a little toned. This feels good. I'm telling you, it starts with the thought. Thinking, thinking, thinking. It's all in your mind, all right? So question number seven, just a repeat, was what no longer serves me? And we want to make sure that identifying and letting go of what no longer aligns with your goals creates space for clarity and renewed focus. I repeated that because I feel it's so important. You have to ask yourself the question. But here's the kicker to all of these questions. You have to answer them, (laughs) right? Asking the question, yes, but then answering the question is giving you that opportunity to really process, to really think about it. One of the things we want to do is rock out our 2024. And as we embrace the new year, let's make these questions our guiding light, all right? Dig deep for the answers, reflect, find yourself in a space where you have no distractions. Maybe you're on the road traveling. Maybe you're at the gym. Maybe you're in the kitchen baking. Maybe you're changing diapers. I don't know what you're doing, but if you want to answer these questions, check them out in the show notes, um, drop in an email. I'm going to encourage you guys to start communicating with me. I would love to hear what your thoughts, comments, questions are on these episodes of the podcast, because you know what your engagement helps with my clarity on the way I want this show to go. Okay. So you may be asking yourself, all right, Nicole, you've given me the questions. How do they create a better me? Well, these questions collectively promote self-awareness, intentional thinking, emotional well-being, self-love, of course, resilience, and personal growth, all right? Because it really is about boosting your confidence, mastering your mindset, and of course, gaining crystal clear clarity in your life. I love it. I love these questions for you. I hope they help you. I want you to understand that 2024, we do get the chance to rock it out. We can do it with confidence, clarity, and a mindset that knows no bounds. Of course, you are listening to the Nicole Banks podcast. I am so thrilled and grateful that you are here. I have got a bonus episode for you guys this Thursday. I don't want you to miss out. 2024 ways not to be in the same place. I look forward to it. Nicole at NicoleBanks.com is that email. You can drop me in any questions, comments, and or concerns about the podcast. I'm thrilled that you guys are here. Go rock your questions and answers. Don't forget the answers. Remember you're in control of the narrative in your mind. Become hashtag main character. Become the main character in your life. I want you to do that so much. Until next time, stay fabulous and keep asking yourself those empowering questions. I can't wait to hear the answers. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you've gained valuable insights and inspiration to help you elevate your life to the next level. Remember, success is within your reach and with the right support and guidance, you can achieve your dreams faster than you ever thought possible. If you're ready to take the next step and level up your life, visit my website at www.nicolebanks.com. Don't forget, I spell my name with an H to learn more about my coaching program. Together, we can unlock your full potential and create the life you truly deserve. 
Thank you again for listening, and I look forward to connecting with you soon. 